When you look into Discover Student Loans, what you see might surprise you. We can help cover your college costs, don't charge you fees, and give you cash rewards for good grades. Ready to apply? Visit discoverstudentloans.com. Limitations apply. Virginia is for eaters and drinkers, all kinds of eaters and drinkers, for oyster shuckers and slurpers, winery samplers or all-day wine drinkers, brewery hoppers and distillery sippers, for those who order grits and those who order cheese grits. We all know what the right way to order is. For barbecue triers who turn into finger lickers and meat off the bone suckers. All right, all this talk of food is making me hungry. I gotta go get some mac and cheese. Like I was saying, Virginia is for all sorts of food lovers. So come love it for yourself. The Exxon Radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, Talkstar Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. All-Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, worldwide, toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. My email address is xzone at xzoneradiotv.com. On MSN and Skype, TV, and our website, www.xzoneradiotv.com. My guest this hour, Exxon Nation, is Samantha Samuels. She is a professional astronumerologist specializing in psychological and predictive astronumerology. Samantha has a BA in psychology and completed formal studies at the International Academy of Astrology. Her website is www.astronumerologywisdom.com. And Samantha, welcome to the X Zone. Thank you, 
Rob, for having me on. Uh, Samantha, what is astronumerology? Well, astronumerology is the combination of astrology and numerology in analyzing personality and helping plan for future energies and trends in one's life. Each planet has a corresponding number that mm -hmm. best exemplifies its nature. We refer to the sun and moon as planets in astrology. For example, the moon corresponds to number two, and all numbers that break down to two, such as 11, 20, and 29, are number two and the moon. The moon and base number two represent emotions, mm -hmm. intuition, feeling, security. Um, and the planet Jupiter corresponds to number three, and that represents philosophy, religion, optimism, long-distance travel, luck, and entertainment. And so we have these numbers and the planets working together. It's a relatively new field, but astrology and numerology's history span back for centuries. Since astronumerologists use both astrology and numerology in making predictions, they gain a more comprehensive and accurate picture than people who only use either astrology or numerology. So where, where did astronumerology get its beginning? Astronumerology is a relatively recent field. Um, I would say that it probably started um, with Lloyd Cope and um, mm -hmm. Cairo. Cairo is, uses the Chaldean system, and um, he published his books uh, in the early part of the 19th century. And Lloyd Cope um, is more recent. Uh, he publish, publishes things that have reached a far audience than Cairo, I would say. And those two mainly started up the field. And ever since then, other people have come in um, and started making up their own theories and their own research to advance astronumerology. All right, stand by, Samantha. You and I have to take a two-minute commercial break. We'll be right back. Exonation, Samantha Samuels is my special guest this hour. We're talking about astronumerology. Samantha's website is www.astronumerologywisdom.com. That's www.astronumerologywisdom.com. And I'll be back on the other side of this two-minute commercial break with Samantha as we investigate, question, and learn about astronumerology. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. And we're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. You can always send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. And you can listen to the past 60 shows at www.exxonpodcast.com. Don't go away now. I guess you kind of scared yourself. One is the loneliest number that you'll ever do. Two can be as bad as one. It's the loneliest number since the number one. Exonation, uh, Samantha Samuels is our guest this hour. She is a professional astronumerologist. And um, 
First of all, uh, thanks very much for joining us, Samantha. Tell me, over the past 15 years that you did research on astronumerology, what was, what was your findings? Well, I've done um, readings on a lot of notable people. I've read a lot of biographies, and I conduct research with specifically reference to areas that people want to know more about, like their money, their career, their relationships. These are the dominant uh, mm -hmm. questions that people come to me with. So I've conducted uh, research studies based on real-world people. Um, a recent study that I conducted was on Forbes billionaires. And what I did was I took um, 35 of the world's uh, best billionaires, the people who had the most money according to that list, and I found out which aspects and numbers were the most common in them. And from that, I wrote up a report so that we can actually back up our theories with the data. And that's been a goal in all of my work to this mm -hmm. point, is that um, astronumerology is a field that's very heavily laden with theories. And the, what I find that the public wants to know is where, where is the proof to back it up. And that's what I always seek to do. I see what aspects and numbers are mo most common in a specific group of people, and then that usually backs up the theories of, say, why number one is the most independent and ambitious number. In another study that I conducted on the most powerful people in the world, number one and number eight, which is also a very status um, and power-driven number, were the top two numbers that I found that was most common. So can the number system be applied to the alphabetical system, whereas a person's name would be a power name based on its numerical equivalency? Yes, people often do that for specific purposes mm -hmm. that they want to reach. For example, number five is the number most connected with money. And if a person has a lot of fives, they tend to attract money a lot easier than the rest of us. So if that is the primary goal for someone, what I would suggest is that they change their name to a name that equals the number five, and they start to go into places that equal number five, for example, their phone number or their address or their door number, things like that. If you, the more fives you create in, in your surroundings, mm -hmm. the more easier it is for you to attract more money. So yes, it's very possible to change your vibrations by changing your name. So what's the science behind it? The, the science of how astronumerology works is mm -hmm. not well understood. What we know at this point is it works very well. Um, it works very well because I think people have a really solid understanding of the ancient explanation of um, topics, and we bring that down to more modern times. Um, so we don't change the, the basic meaning of things, because once you change the basic meaning of things, they don't apply anymore. For example, Venus is the planet of beauty mm -hmm. and wealth and um, charisma and charm. So if we now say that Venus doesn't represent those things, we're going to get wrong results. So I think why astrology continues to work for astrologers is that we're very loyal to the initial system. How old is the, uh, the how old is the initial system? 
Oh, it, um, astrology and numerology both date back for centuries. Very, very old. Um, you know, it started, astrology, of course, it started in India, and um, Vedic astrology is still the, the most eldest form of astrology. And so the, the ancients have been passing this sacred knowledge down to us for a really long time. Let me ask you this. How does understanding one's astronumerology chart help one gain more understanding? Well, your natal chart in astrology is a snapshot of your karma up mm -hmm. until this point. It represents your talents, your strengths, weaknesses, proclivities, motivations, and your purpose in life. It helps a person understand what they need to do in life to reach their highest potential. It shines a bright light on our true selves our soul's mission in each of our personal evolutions. There are five core numbers in numerology, the birthday, life path, expression, personality, and soul urge, which reveal very important information about your dreams, desires, mission in life, skills, inclinations, and motivation. When you make important life decisions, such as choosing a career to match with these numbers, you will feel more fulfilled rather than just marking time. A person can spend their whole life in search of a happiness that is not really theirs. And what I mean by that is that they can spend their life chasing other people's dreams or merely fulfilling obligations and avoiding their true dharma, which is their unique purpose in life. Thus, without a question, it's a wasted life. This is a fate that can easily be avoided with a deeper understanding of who you really are, beyond what other people think you to be. If you don't have a strong sense of self, other people will always attempt to label you as this or that. For example, Julie is a science person. She doesn't have any artistic ability. Mm -hmm. Or Ben is an athlete. He's not really smart enough to finish his degree. These types of labels can powerfully influence a person's self-confidence and belief about what they can and can't do. Or a person may have a strong gut feeling about a special talent, such as having psychic ability, but because other people always try to convince them that no one is psychic, they start to ignore their hunches. What we think creates our reality. And if you don't believe you can do something, even if you have that talent, you're going to start to lose it over time. A person's chart may reveal that they're a musician, and at a deep level they have always known it. However, people start to tell them how rare it is to succeed as a musical artist and they fill their minds about how unrealistic it is to make a living to do that. And as a result, they don't practice their instrument anymore, and a part of them dies inside. On the other hand, when there is an objective assessment through the natal chart and numbers of musical talent by an astronumerologist, people feel a second revival. They feel much better about devoting their time to music or whatever it is that they felt so happy before doing. The chart is a useful tool for honest self-analysis and helps you better manage your time so that you're doing activities that capitalize on your strengths rather than your weaknesses. All right. You, you told me that, that um, astronomy, I'm sorry, astrology goes back centuries. Mm -hmm. How did the ancients know about all the planets. For example, Uranus was discovered in 1781, Neptune 1846, 1930, Pluto. How did they know that these planets were out there? Well, actually, Vedic astrology does not use Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto, 
only Western astrology uses those planets. Vedic astrology will only use the Sun, Moon, Mercury, Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and Saturn, because those were the only ones known at that time. Mm -hmm. It's only recently that we did discover the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. And the outer, the more outer the planet is, right. the more powerful its actual effects are on our lives. And I would without a doubt say that Pluto, even though it's been... Um, taken down from status as a planet, mm -hmm. it continues with absolute certainty to re to touch people at the deepest level, because it is the furthest away that we have um, from the sun. So, so how does that work, where the, where the planet that is the furthest has the most significance? Well, the planet that is the furthest away from the sun mm -hmm. has the longest life cycle, meaning that that takes the longest time to make a complete circle around the sun. So Pluto moves extremely slowly, taking over 200 years. Um, and But when Pluto zaps a point in your natal chart, mm -hmm. Pluto represents transformation and rebirth. So a part of you dies so that a new part can blossom. People are never quite the same again after they have an important Pluto transit. And I've never had anyone over all the years that I've been doing charts for people mm -hmm. who has yet to feel the, the enormous significance of Pluto, regardless of whether Pluto is emphasized natally in their chart or not. And if Pluto is emphasized natally in your chart, um, you know, it's, it's just indescribable what happens to a person when that gets activated. Do planets outside of the solar system, our solar system, affect us as well? For example, in other other solar systems within the Milky Way, of which we're part of. Um, well, astrology really only deals with the ten planets mm -hmm. from Sun through Pluto, and then we have several asteroids that we use um, and minor points like um, Aphrodite, Eris, um, Black Moon, Lilith. Um, Chiron, Ceres, Pallas, Vesta, and all of these, um, they govern a different area of life. For example, Chiron is wounding and healing, and those are the, the themes that you have with that. So where Chiron is in your chart, you, you felt that deep hurt, but if you deal with it in the correct way, you can overcome it, and you can actually help other people to heal in that very same area that you had the original wound in. So we do have a lot of points beside the original, um, the, the basic ten planets that we use to discover the hidden nuances of someone's chart. Now, I was just wondering if the, if the furthest planet from the sun within our solar system is plays such a significance in our astrological charts, why wouldn't planets outside of our solar system also have the same, if not a greater significance, as they are further away from our sun? Well, no one's really studied that mm -hmm. um, up until this point. The, the furthest point that people have studied is Pluto. So we don't know. That could be if, in fact, um, they, may, they may have an influence on us. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there are a lot of other comets and other things that have yet to be discovered that we will in the future that will tell us different hidden parts of ourselves. But that is an area for future research, for sure. All right, Samantha, stand by. You and I have to take our news break at the bottom of the hour. 
Exo Nation Samantha Samuel, Samuels is our guest. We're talking about astronumerology this hour. Her website is www.astronumerologywisdom.com. We'll be back on the other side of this break with the news as we continue from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is... Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' Refreshers like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. And now it's Geico's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Avoid biking in the rain and never touch another person's bike. Hey guys, look at these bikes. So shiny. Uh, whoops. I'm gonna leave a note. Oh gosh, there's more. And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, Geico could save you 15% or more. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. I took my troubles down to Madame Rue. You know that gypsy with the gold cap, too. She's got a pad down a pretty potent vine. Selling little bottles of love potion number nine. I told her that I was a flop with chicks. I've been this way since 1956. Smell like turpentine and look like Indian hay. I held my nose, I closed my eyes, I took a drink. I did. 
And welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, on the shores of beautiful Lake Ontario. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email xzone at xzoneradiotv.com on MSN and Skype, TV. And, of course, you can find us on Twitter, on Facebook, and LinkedIn. Our address is always X-Zone Radio TV. My guest this hour is Samantha Samuels, and she is an astro-numerologist. And Samantha, what was it in your life that made that helped you decide that you wanted to be an astro-numerologist? Well, the first book that I ever read mm-hmm. in astrology was Sidney Omar's predictive book for my star sign, Gemini. And I had always been very, very curious into human motivation, personality, um, desires, and why people behave the way they do. Everything hidden I was always very interested in. And when I read this book, I found out so much information that was accurate about my family and my friends and other people that I knew. And I just, my sense of curiosity um, was just stimulated so much. And then soon after I, had, I read that book, um, which a friend gave me for Christmas, I picked up uh, Astro Numerology, Your Stars Are Numbered, by Lloyd Cope in a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And that did it for me because that combined both the numbers and the, the birthday information, the astrology fact of it. And when you combine those two, you had such a powerfully comprehensive system that worked and anybody could study and anybody could learn it. And it just sheds so much insight into human behavior for me. Wow. Ted, tell me, how can astronumerology help someone with their uh, interpersonal relationships? Well, just as you can gain increased self-understanding, you can analyze other people's astronumerology chart to understand them on a deeper level. This leads to increased tolerance because you can understand why people behave the way they do and why they are so different Mm -hmm. from you. For example, if you have a lot of Taurus in your chart, you are likely fixed in your ways and you're less likely to change your mind when your mind is made up. In contrast, if you've got a lot of Gemini in your chart, you're constantly changing your mind according to the latest information. When you understand the tendencies of each sign, you become a lot more forgiving when they don't do what you would do in a given situation. Understand. Instead of viewing, instead of viewing um, Gemini's as fickle, Taurus can people can see them as adaptable, and and instead of Gemini people seeing Taurus people as rigid, they can see them as having a lot of stick to it power. So there are uh, when you understand the tendencies of each sign you become more forgiving and there are a lot of things that people don't say to each other in relationships because they expect the other person to automatically know it or they feel the other person won't understand where they're coming from for example if you have a strong Virgo influence Mm -hmm. you'll want to keep your things neatly arranged and your place always clean and when things are out of order and messy you get frustrated and you can't ignore it however If you are a Pisces, arranging things in order and cleaning your home is not a priority. You'll do it if you feel like it, and it doesn't bother you so much. When these two signs get together, they need to make a compromise with regards to this matter and state their true feelings about it so that silent resentment doesn't build up. 
When you study a person's chart, you find out information that they may have never told you, and you can learn a lot of information about them very quickly. And this is really important, especially when you need to size someone up as a potential business partner, colleague, romantic interest, or friend. There are basic rules of compatibility that should never be ignored, and when they are, trouble always ensues. All right, here's a question I'm sure you get asked every time. How can astro-numerology help me make more money, better money, wiser decisions? Well, there are definitely aspects and numbers that are much more attracting of money than others. Mm -hmm. As I mentioned in my study on Forbes billionaires, number five was the number that was most likely to make a lot of money. And having a lot of fives in your life will increase your money-making potential. Um, that means you can change your name so that it equals five, and you can have a lot of fives in your life through your house and your phone number, like I had said. But let, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you go around changing your name, your telephone number, and your address, how does that actually help you if you, you, know, if you weren't meant to have it? That's, that's like cheating on a test. Well, it's not exactly cheating. Another trick that um, I inform people of is about the synastry chart mm -hmm. and side businesses. Now, when you go into business with someone, you're creating a composite chart with that person. And what that means is a composite chart is a relationship energy of its own. And you may not have the money-making aspects, and the other person may not have the money-making aspects. But together, you form a dynamo that has a lot of money-making potential. So if either of you stayed separately and did your own business, you might not be so successful. But when you combine with someone who really complements your chart, mm -hmm. you can and probably will make a lot of money with relatively less effort. But it's a double-edged sword in that if you go with someone who, um, you know, sort of destroys your chart in making your aspects more negative and enhancing all of the bad things that mm -hmm. you don't want to be played up in your own chart, it's going to be really bad for you because you're not going to be able to get that money, and in fact, you're probably going to lose that money. So that's a really important thing when you're, you're thinking about your money potential. The same thing when you go into marriage. Of course, you don't go into marriage for money or anything, but when you, you see a person's chart and their, their chart is absolutely, absolutely horrible for you in terms of making money and you see that you're going to lose a ton, a ton of money, um, you know, people money is probably the number one source of breakups in relationships. So at least when you know this knowledge beforehand, you won't have, um, you know, ideal, idealistic visions that will inevitably be shattered when, you, when the reality comes out. Can, can astro-numerology help discover upcoming trends uh, or energies in a person's life? Yes, it absolutely can, and that's one of the most um, uh, asked about things that people come to see astronumerologists about. What we do is we see the movement of the outer planets in particular and how they are interacting with your natal chart, which is the snapshot of your karma, like I mentioned before, and then your various predictive mm -hmm. charts, such as the solar return, the lunar return, 
the, the secondary progressed, the converse progressed, and the solar arc charts. Those are the charts that I personally use when I'm making predictions. And the more and more we see a theme repeat in all of these charts, the more and more we can be sure that that's what's going to be happening. If I see a trend that's not reflected in your natal chart, regardless of the intensity, it won't happen because it's not your karma. But when you see an aspect that's already emphasized in your natal chart, and then we see it in the predictive charts repeating itself three or four times, we know that's going to be a critical mm -hmm. juncture in your life, and I can inform you of what's going to happen the dominant energy so you can prepare yourself. And it's very, very important to prepare yourself mentally and physically for an upcoming challenging transit. Because far too often, people go into a challenging transit knowing nothing about it, and they start getting depressed and defeated, thinking that it's going to last forever, when really it's just a phase. And if they could just be focused on the life lessons that they're supposed to be learning, it would be so much better for their own personal evolution. So if, if I come to you and I give you all my information and, and you do a chart for me and you show me the future trends and uh, energies in my life, isn't it possible that someone that I have no connection with at the time could actually do something that would have a ripple effect into my astro-numerological chart? Um, do you mean another person stopping your destiny? Well, yeah, because as I understand it, destiny is not fixed. For example, you say that... Um, now, let me use this example. In my reading, if I'm given a direction to turn right, I go to the street and I turn left... Well, I mean, there is always free will in mm -hmm. terms of what you're going to do with, an, uh, with the advice of um, an astronumerologist. Um, you know, there are quite a few synastry and composite charts that I do that's analyzing relationships um, that people um, come to me for and they don't end up taking my advice about, um, about how compatible a given person is with them. And perhaps it's heavily karmic, or perhaps they just want to see how it plays out. I don't know. But it always ends up playing out the way that the chart says. And I can honestly say, over all the years that I've been doing this, mm -hmm. there's no instance in which people can trump the chart's influences, meaning that if someone is incompatible with you in the chart, they're not going to be compatible with you in person. Once again, I have to ask you, what's the science behind it? Well, the science, like, like I said, we don't know how it works, but we know why it works. And the why of it is that the planets have very, very um, narrow meanings, mm -hmm. and we have, to, we have to stick to those meanings when we're doing interpretations for people, because we can't just say what we think, you know, what our opinions right. are about a given matter. We have to stick to what the chart says. And I have a very, very strong policy mm -hmm. of not sugarcoating things for people because when you sugarcoat, trouble always ensues because people don't take it as seriously. And then they do things that can seriously cause them harm. 
Would astronomical events affect an astrological chart? Um, what type of astronomical events? Well, for example, an unforeseen comet enters into the, into the picture and comes between the moon and earth, causing a temporary shift or a, a solar flare. Well, those things have happened um, in the past, mm -hmm. and we haven't seen any um, major repercussions of those things, uh, probably because we're mainly looking at the transiting planets and them making an aspect to our natal planets and whether the aspect is easy or hard. So we're not um, really looking at um, solar flares so much because they don't really tend to cause that many disruptions that I'm, I'm aware of. We just mainly look at the movement of the planets. Okay. So, so the electromagnetic field of, of our planet doesn't affect an astrological chart because it's centered on the planet that we're on? Is that how it works? Um, yes, I would say so. Um, the, the things that you described about the comets mm -hmm. and the solar flares, they don't have a reliable influence on astrological events. I got you. How about the, um, how about the different phases of the moon? Does that affect an astrological chart? Yes, it does. Um, for example, if someone was born on a full moon, mm -hmm. um, they're likely to be more extroverted than if someone was born on a new moon. That person is likely to be more introverted. So it does have consequences for personality, yes. Um, let me ask you this, and I don't know if you've been asked this before, but is religion compatible with astronumerology? Yes, I do think religion and astrology are compatible. Mm -hmm. um, the misunderstandings occur when people attribute roles to astrologers that are out of their realm of knowledge and skill set. I wrote a detailed article that you can find on my website discussing several passages in the Bible regarding astrologers. First of all, astrologers are not dream interpreters or psychics. In one passage, a king wanted an astrologer to interpret his dream. However, astrologers study the movement of the planets in relation to a person's natal charts. This information is only available by studying books and charts. It's not given in celestial, celestial visions, and astrologers don't have a direct line to God. So we cannot interpret dreams. It's out of our skill set. Astrologers don't feel compelled to share a special esoteric message with the public. They're not prophets. Mm -hmm. Another passage in the Bible discusses the deciphering of secret codes. Again, astrologers are not trained to do this. All right, I have to stop you there because I've got to take uh, my final break for this hour. When we come back, we'll wrap up with Samantha Samuels. She is an astronumerologist. Her website is www.astronumerologywisdom.com. That's www.astronumerologywisdom.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is The Exxon. We'll be back on the other side of this break.
Welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. Samantha Samuels is our special guest this hour. She is an astronumerologist. Her website is www.astronumerologywisdom.com. Is there a specific age where someone should come to you as an astronumerologist to get their life in order? No, I don't think there's a specific age. I think... Um People should come to an astronumerologist for a natal chart mm-hmm. because the natal chart reveals so much about our karma, our strengths and weaknesses. And I just believe a life that's unexamined is a life that's not worth living. You want to align yourself with your true purpose, your dharma in life. Your dharma? Yes, your true soul's purpose. How does astro-numerology work with past lives? Well, um, karma and reincarnation go hand in hand, and your natal chart is a snapshot Mm -hmm. of all the things that you've been through, your experiences, and what has made you who you are up until this point. It explains a lot about why you're Mm -hmm. interested in certain things and you're not interested in other things. And so when we understand what we're really meant to be doing in this life, we become much happier and our soul progresses much faster. The ultimate goal is enlightenment, and that means not continually coming back to this earth for endless cycles of birth and death and birth and death. We want to finish it off, and the speediest way to do that is to act in accordance with our soul's purpose. Do you think there's any person who comes to this planet that gets it right the first time? No, there isn't. There's a simple and short answer. There's um, no one that can just um, shortcut their karma. Every action truly has an equal and opposite reaction, and there is no deed Mm -hmm. that goes unpunished and no good act that goes unrewarded. What are your final thoughts for our listeners tonight? I think that everybody should um, take a long, hard look at the way they've been living their lives and ask themselves, is this my true soul's purpose? Is what I'm doing expressing my divine being? And what can I be doing to better serve my soul's evolution and elevate the consciousness of people around me? Samantha, I want to thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great pleasure talking to you, and I look forward to the next time you and I meet back here in the X-Zone. Okay, thank you, Rob. Good night, Samantha. Good night. X-Zone Nation, my guest this hour has been Samantha Samuels. Her website is www.astronumerologywisdom.com. That's www.astronumerologywisdom.com. Dot com. I'll be back on the other side of the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as the Exxon continues from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Worldwide toll-free, 1-800-610-7035. Email exxon at com On MSN and Skype, Exxon Radio TV. And our website, www.exxonradiotv.com. My name is Rob McConnell. I'll be back at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour as we continue here in the X Zone. Don't go away.
message. What up, what up? It's Heather's cousin. You dated her in college, or maybe you were just in the same class. Anyway, I heard you bought a boat, my man. Let's hit the water. Oh, and Heather told me you always liked, uh, snacks and stuff, so I could totally bring some chips. When you get a boat, you also get new friends. Make sure Progressive's one of them, and get coverage today for as little as $100 a year. Hey, also, I'm a little short on cash, so can you cover the chips? Thanks. I can see why Heather liked you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... That's why I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.